Welcome to Wonder Bay Podcast. I am Kyle, and it's just me. It's another one of those Just Kyle shows, so strap in. You know, do whatever you got to do. Skip the episode, whatever. I don't care. You're getting one this week, and this one's featuring me, so welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, I just want to say <clears throat> thank you to everybody that stuck out through last week's debacle in which uh, I posted an episode on its usual day on Thursday. And the episode sounded terrible. Why? Because, well, your, your old friend Kyle forgot to uh, do a mic check before the show, and, and it turns out that the uh, mics were going through the wrong input. So what you heard was the, the sound coming through the actual laptop and not the, the microphones that we've spent so much money on and that we, you know, that we fuss over before every show. <clears throat> uh, they weren't coming out of that, but rather they were coming out of or the, the, uh, the recording was picking up through the laptop. So... That being said, um, I have since corrected the issue, and uh, Nick so graciously came over on Friday night and, and offered to uh, re-record the show, which he did, and, and we had a great show, him and I, and um, everything was cool. So this week, uh, I'm actually recording this on Wednesday, so there's going to be a lot of news that happens between now and when the show comes out, namely the NFL would have started, but <clears throat> I'm going to Universal this weekend, I'm going to kick back relax hit up volcano bay do a little bit of that uh um what you call it uh harry potter world drink me a butter beer get a little dr- get drunk of course i mean who who, who, do you, who who do you think you're podcasting with guys come on it's me it's, it's your old pal kyle you know the one that drinks too much so um i'm probably going to be, be hitting on maybe some fairly old topics i don't know but i don't know you know how the news cycle works by the time thursday rolls around or but rather friday when you guys are here it's friday saturday i mean like i said nfl season would have started you know adidas would, would have came out in support of i don't know some some kind of white racist guy and uh yeah fucking uh, uh more baseball will have been played so who knows this whole Colin Kaepernick thing is interesting. We don't really get into it much on the show, and it's kind of intentional because I don't really, I don't like to bring politics into the, the whole thing. I, I mean, if you, if you're a fan of the show and you listen to me, I'm sure you you can guess where I lean. But um, it's it's one of those uh, uh, divisive uh, uh, or derisive rather uh, issues that that kind of. Um, I didn't really want to touch on, especially when it came to like the whole kneeling situation. Like I, I made a conscious decision. I even told the guys, "It's okay. I don't really want to get into this. Like we, we'll, we could talk about it, uh, whatever." But Nike came out this this week and said, "Hey, we're you know we've been we've been paying Colin Kaepernick this whole time." Which I want to know when that when, like when they say they've been paying him the whole time. When exactly did that start? Um, did they just? I I venture to say that, that maybe perhaps they weren't. And they're just like, hey, let's cut, can we cut you a check like proactive? Like we're gonna prorate this for the past, you know, a uh, 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 year and a half or so. Like I wa- I wonder if that conversation was had. <clears throat> I apologize, my microphone keeps going out. The, the same problems I had with the last board actually. <laughs> but did they did they prorate that whole thing with him? Like that's what I want to know. But whatever he's he's being paid by Nike and it's all and it's all very fucking uh, I don't like good yeah I guess good for Nike um, I I don't want anything to do with this because it just it just smacks of just 
Uh, they don't. Nike doesn't give a fuck. Nike gives zero fucks. They just they they want the publicity and they got it. Like oh god, like fucking oh boy, yeah. Colin, yeah, great, 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 awesome, cool. You're just doing it. You did it, man. You, they, your your slogan is just did it. You did it, bro. You fucking did it. Good for you, Nike. Super proud of you. I'll be waving the the red, white, and blue swoosh in 20 years when corporations own everything, and we're living in America. Brought to you by Walmart. Um, that'll be fun. Do you think we'll ever, Do you think we'll ever see a day where the NFL is kind of like NASCAR, where it's just ads everywhere? Like I think, I think the NFL is like one of the last holdouts. Uh, from that whole thing because you, do you guys remember like i think it was 2003 or maybe 2002 where the yankees actually advertised for uh spider-man like on their base pads like they had they had a spider-man advertisement on on their base pads i was like oh come on really but that's like that's like an actual thing that fucking happened and you have i believe you have look at look at look at football or, or soccer rather look at soccer like some of the, some of like the biggest teams in the world are like like at, right across our jersey are United Emirates. I'm like, oh, it's is this United Emirates? No, this is actually fucking I don't know, West Ham or East I don't know something ham, so, something having to do with ham, and not the the kind of ham that you eat, but the kind of ham that you live in. Um, I think that I I I, I think it's only a matter of time, really. I mean. Maybe baseball too. I don't. You don't really see any advertisements on baseball jerseys. In fact, baseball would probably be the last, or and probably hockey too, right? Because there's going to be so much of this old guard of like, well, the integrity of the game has. Oh, how can we possibly have Sprint and Metro PCS advertised on our jerseys? This is ridiculous. And then they'll start showing the money, like, well, you know. Tradition is one thing, but you know, just just I love me a good Hardy's sandwich. That's you know, that's what I love. Let me think. What is the most egregious example of of advertisement during an NFL game that I can think of? I think it's got to, it's 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 when like what it's like. We welcome you back now to the fourth quarter. Check out Bones on Fox thirteen. It's like but like and Bones is like walking up onto the screen. She's like, "What's up, man? I'm Bones. Is Bones still a thing? Bones is a, is a thing, right? Right? You guys, you guys know it's Bones." I think I think that by far has to be as far as far as the NFL goes. Like that's probably the the most um, intrusive ads I can think of right now. On the radio, it's it's like everywhere. It's like the Buccaneers have entered the Zeno Zone. This this red zone possession brought to you by Zeno Office Solutions. Go to Zeno.com to get ten percent off your first ream of paper. <laughs> One ream of paper, ten percent off. That's all you get. You buy the fucking rest of the paper, full price, full price. I will not be having this in my Zeno store. And especially especially like the Rays too. They're like they're like in the fourth inning of Rays head four all runs, cop and tires will give you four dollars off of four tires. It's okay. I get it. I get it four. Four's the thing, guys, okay? It's cool. Um But as far as TV uh TV is, is bad too, right? I mean, don't they they put those uh um they put the advertisements on the batter's eye and right behind the batter. And, um, but you don't really see it on the uniforms or anything. You see it in the dugout, right? Like, isn't there, like, well, I guess, like, Hubba Bubba, they get free advertisement in the dugout. And so does, I don't know, who provides the, is it David Sunflower Seeds or 
uh, or is it like Frito Lay sunflower seeds? I don't know, but they get they definitely get like a some free advertisement. Which, by the way, like are we have this thing with the Rays where okay, if whoever scores, they have to like the, the our um, bench coach or our third base coach. Who is it? Like they have to do. Uh, well, it can't be our third base coach because he's in the dugout, but. Um, Who's our bench coach? No, who's who's doing it now? Like I can't. I wish I knew because I don't pay it. Like every time I see it, I have the sound off, and he's just doing push-ups. I'm like, ha! Look at that. <laughs> he's they're, they're pouring sunflower seeds all over. I'm like, that's such, that's such a waste of sunflower seeds. How do you guys feel about sunflower? I I go through phases with sunflower seeds. I go I go through like there's like three or four months in my like every year where I'm like, holy shit! I forgot how awesome sunflower seeds are. And I, and I sit there and, and I go through like three or four bags in my truck, like sunflower seeds everywhere. It's just like, it's, it's a fucking, it's a goddamn disaster all over the house. It's just sunflower seeds everywhere. And and then like, I'm like, I, all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't handle them anymore. Done. Um, I think it's just a mess it causes. I've, I've been at Rays games before where like I'm not sitting in the seat and I have to move. And when I get up to move, I just look and just, just like all these shell casings everywhere. It's like, oh. Yeah, someone's gonna clean it up, right? That's it. Sucks, sucks to suck. I remember one time I was doing it, and it was, it was at Tropicana Field, but I was on. It was in such a way, like I was in the outfield, uh, 360 area, so it's kind of like that bleacher-looking uh, uh, floor, and I was eating them there. I think I was just like standing at the outfield wall or something, or you know, the the out that outfield um, stand, and just just. Sunflower seeds everywhere, and I started to feel like shit because, like, the maintenance guy would just stand near me <laughs> and, and, like, and eventually just come and sweep up the seeds. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stop eating sunflower seeds. I mean, maybe I'm not so hungry <laughs> when the, I got a I got a full ten dollars an hour here dedicated to me sweeping up sunflower seeds. I think I think at that point I'm like I'm done with the sunflower seeds. Or I don't know, it was maybe ten flower ten, ten 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 sunflower seeds an hour. That's what he was being paid. God damn it. Oh, how did we get here? Something, something having to do with ads, or or who knows? But um, a lot, a lot has happened in this in this young week. One of the things that happened is I had my fantasy draft, and it was the first time I ever did an auction draft. Which I was like, for years, like the guys in my fantasy league are like, ah, we gotta do an auction draft. It'd be so much fun. I'm like, fuck you. It'd be so much fun. It, that sounds like it sounds like work. Sounds like way too much work, like studying guys, like who do I pick and like what's guy every guy's value like? But it ended up actually being like one of the most simplest things in the world. And like why the fuck wasn't I doing this sooner? It's it's like, okay. <clears throat> Stat over two hundred bucks. Like obviously some of your some of your uh best players are gonna go for like fifty bucks and it's like holy shit. Um but it's like four. It's like a like you're gonna end up spending a fourth of your of your change, or maybe even like uh, you know, uh, yeah. I'd say like a fourth is like is 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 fair uh, on one dude, just one dude alone. Um, and the rest, like once you get down to the lower, it's like one two dollars. You're oh shit, yeah. Like you kind of think like how like you overvalue players at first in your head, and suddenly you're like oh wait, yeah, it's actually not that bad. So I actually I did a mock draft that morning. And it was it was the most annoying thing ever because I played on the ESPN Fantasy League, and the the problem with that is I was like I was hungover and I had like the the headphones on, and 
when it comes to, when the clock starts ticking down, there's like a, a sound that's like going once, going twice, sold. Like it's ex- it's exactly like that. And the first time it happened, I'm like, ow, god damn. Like, okay, now this is now imagine that 120 more times for every team to fucking pick their players. It's like, okay, you fucking get it, but you can't. You gotta sit there. Uh, and I, was, I mean, I guess it's. I didn't want to turn it off because I was going on other tabs to like research players and everything. And so like every time I'm like looking at somebody, it's like going once. I'm like, oh Jesus, okay, let's see. Um But that actually ended up being a hell of a lot of fun. So if it like I don't know how Nick feels about it or how anybody else feels. I tried to text as as many people after and be like, Hey, you know, that was pretty fun. It seemed like the, the response was good. So if you guys are like I, I'm sure most fantasy leagues are going right now, but if it um in fact, I'm, I'm sure almost all of them there are. But next year, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. I was I was pleasantly surprised with how well that went. So, um, yeah, fantasy draft, good shit. Uh, what else is going on in the NFL? There's uh, Le'Veon Bell is is like is not reporting. He's just like fuck it, fuck you guys, fuck you, pay me. Uh, um, not showing up to, to Steelers practices. I guess they're 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 starting their. Uh, Let's see, they got a game Sunday, I have to imagine, right? So he's just like, yep, not doing it. Um, then you have uh, some interesting... Uh, let's see, who's who, who's the... I don't know. I don't know who starts. I know that I picked up the Saints this week to uh, against the Bucks because, let's be honest, I mean, if 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 Drew Brees is able to... to, uh, to Stay on the well. Let's let's think about this. Like, yeah, if if Drew Brees is able to stay on the field for as long as he wants to, then that's going to mean a lot of points. <laughs> like, for me, as as far as um, the Saints' defense staying fresh and healthy, so um, I'm a little worried going into this week. And and now we're going to start talking some real football. Uh, this is going to be one of the last podcasts where where the the last podcast in, of the year where there's not going to be some kind of hot buck take every week. I mean, come on, guys, we have entered that we have entered the season. Tis the season for hot takes, everybody. Um, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be losing close games. We're gonna be winning close games. We're gonna be winning games. Uh, you know, we're gonna be winning blowouts. It's just gonna be all kinds of fun. Um, and, and oh man. It's great to have football season back again. I, it, it took me a while to get, get to get into the football season spirit, but God damn it, it's here, and I, and I couldn't be happier. Um, finally, from the finally, the Rock. Oh, we, I, I didn't talk about college football. There, there was a whole college football uh, um, um, week that was that went down that that where I guess UCF won, so like they're still the national championships, but they're still like ranked twenty five. Um, Florida State got destroyed by Virginia Tech, like just just absolutely. T- well, not, I don't want to say destroyed because in a college football sense, like they got like it was it was actually a close game in a college football sense, but like in a in a regular pro football mindset, it's like man, they got they got fucking killed. Um, Willie Taggart not having a good go of it. Now he's now it's kind of being like his, his name is being thrown into question as far as um, <laughs> the future, which I love. After one week, it's like, well, is Willie Taggart really the answer at Florida State? 
like uh, yeah okay the guy the guy that fucked off after a single year at at, at a major school is now at, at, at like an even arguably bigger school i'd say yeah a bigger school and it's like he was never really tested at Oregon. I mean, would you say that Florida, like the South Florida, is really his big test? And really, I don't think so. I mean, he did well with that program, but I, what do I know about college? I guess that's supposed to translate, right? Like that that skill set. Okay, you did good with South Florida. You did okay with Oregon. Like I like now that now it's, it all seems kind of strange to me. Um, but yeah, the uh, the. Uh, uh, the Seminoles lost. Uh, the Gators. I don't. How did the Gators do? I probably shouldn't have started talking about them unless I knew. I know that my Miami lost, and I, Miami's not looking that great. Penn State not looking that great. Um, that rhymed. Uh, who else? Maybe I should look, but I, I don't. I don't have the manpower or the wherewithal to, to fucking Google college football. Like when you when I go to Google college football shit, I always put in like University of Florida, thinking like, okay, they'll obviously bring up the football. Google knows what I want, like football, right? No, it's like it's oh, oh, the university and how to apply, and and you have to Google like college Florida State men's football score 2018 like i'm used to put just putting in raised score great cool they're winning um but yeah I, like i i, I don't want to put, put in all that bullshit whatever hopefully hopefully your team won and or lost um i know that i know that ohio state blew out their their competition i know that oh you know what <clears throat> Actually, you know what I do want to do is because I saw Nick Saban's name all over the news, and I don't know why. Like I didn't watch that that video, so maybe I should. Maybe we should watch it here together, you and I, and let's see uh, what this whole Nick Nick Saban um, hullabaloo is about. All right, Coach. Everyone had questions about who was going to start at quarterback when this game started. What answers did you have about your quarterbacks after watching both of them play tonight? Well, I still like both guys. I think both guys are good players. I think both guys can help our team. All right, so why do you continually try to get me to say something that doesn't respect one of them? I'm not going to. So quit asking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that really wasn't that bad. For all the shit that he got about it, I don't think that was like, that wasn't crazy. <laughs> that, that speaks to a guy he was clearly thinking about it before the interview he's like this fucking girl's gonna ask me about the fucking quarterback situation and sure enough she did and he's like son of a bitch you know what you know what I, I'm, I'm not gonna get mad at these quarterbacks you're gonna you're 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 the guys that are mad i'm not mad about it who's who's starting i'm comfortable i'm nick saban i'm calm cool collectively okay you know fuck you fuck you that's who's starting how about how about that <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that bad, but still. <laughs> yeah, he he was clearly like thinking about that before the interview even started. But it's a it's a fair question because like it's the biggest topic of conversation around his football team for the entire year. So it's like, okay, you just won against Louisville, great, awesome. What did you think of the quarterback performances? Obviously, I think Jalen Hurts played pretty terrible, and the other guy played really good from what I hear. I don't know, I didn't watch it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Nick Saban. Apparently, you suck, Nick Saban. Boo you. The Bucks going to to New Orleans this weekend. First game of the season. 
Uh, we're starting up with old Ryan Fitzmagic. And I was listening to, uh, I was on the 32 Fans 32 Days podcast, and I, 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 Listen to it a little bit, yeah. Okay, fuck me. Okay, I listened to my, I listened to a show where I was on. Um, but something came up that I kind of forgot about about Fitzpatrick and the guy actually who who was I was talking to as a Jets fan, and he's like, "Listen, uh, you know who another guy like I I was talking about? Okay, Jameis is this guy who who just improvises and makes these boneheaded plays and and just sometimes like like." Um, just kind of it's like that gunslinger mentality. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick is the same way. He's like an older version of that. Like, is that really the guy that you want back there mentoring Jameis on like how to be a quarterback? The guy that's exactly the same as a quarterback on the field. Um, and I was like, yeah, guys, you're right. Like, holy shit. And that's why you're still seeing it to this day. Like, like Jameis is like, yeah, you know, sometimes I get under pressure and I just want to be like, fuck it, and throw it in the end zone. And Fitz is like, yeah, dude. It works sometimes. And he's like, "Yeah, it does, doesn't it?" He's like, "Yeah, cool. Let's let's go get some hot dogs." <laughs> I, I want that to be the conversation that, that that's going down between Fitz and Jameis. I really do. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Peyton Barber, very obviously listed as number one on the, the running back depth chart, but Jaquiz Rogers, interestingly enough, is number two, and then Ronald Jones is number three. I mean, does that have something to do with his preseason performance? I mean, one's got to think, yeah, t- totally. Um, I think Ronald's a guy that's going to get it further into the year, but I think this is the right choice. I mean, Peyton Barber, uh, which, by the way, I think Peyton Barber has some good value in in your fantasy league. He's probably still out there on the waiver wire, unless unless you know, um, go pick him up. Just just he's a starting running back. If just for the fact that he's a starting running back, and you never know, you never fucking know. Um, Peyton Barber is going to be out there as your number one. Uh, I don't think there there Keith Candy was cut. I know that. Um, I think that came as a bit of a surprise to some. Chris Conte is starting. Who now? Like I'll be honest, man. I'm I'm kind of. I, 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 when I read Rick Stroud say like, well, Chris Conte isn't really that bad. I, I, I tend to think Chris Conte really isn't that bad, but he, I had a, I think I had an eight week Twitter streak of, of these, um, star Wars memes that I kept crossing out. It was like episode or week, week six, Chicago or whatever. We did play Chicago week six. I don't know who we played, but whoever we played, it's like Chris Conte is fucking up again. And it always seems like it, he's, like when, whenever the buck, whenever something bad happens on defense, you always seem to see his nameplate, right? Like it's, you're like, God, fucking damn it, Chris Conte, why can't we get, why can't you cover the guy? I, I just feel like um, he gets a lot of shit because. Obviously, the, the the secondary didn't do as good as it could have done because we couldn't generate pressure on the quarterback. I always go back to like the like that year, that magical year where we suddenly could generate pressure, and you know Keith Tandy became the Tandy man. Chris Conte was playing well. We beat Seattle. Uh, you know, we we beat teams that we shouldn't have beaten, and had a great year. And oh man, that was like. 
that was the most relevant I could ever remember the Bucks being in a long, long time. I just we were doing the show, right? And I'm, like I remember talking to Anthony and be like, "Look, if we win the Seattle game, <laughs> like it's 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 on, bro. It's like this is this. I mean, we're we're going places. I mean, we had a chance to beat Dallas on that Monday or this was a, a Sunday night football. They flexed it in. If we had beaten Dallas. Imagine where we'd be right now. Come on. We would have been at least been in the playoffs. <laughs> we would have at least been in the fucking playoffs. Holy shit. We didn't talk about John Gruden trading Khalil Mack. Holy shit, you guys. Holy shit. I fucking I, I told all of you. I told you. I told you on Twitter. I told you on this podcast. I told you on the, the, the stick carriers page. This this is what Gruden does, bro. We're we're like the Raiders are now the oldest team, not not only this year but in a long time. That's that was the headline. It's like okay, not only are they the, they the oldest team now, but they have, they're the oldest team going back a few years. Like it's fucking insane, and it's exactly what Gruden did with Tampa Bay, and it's exactly what everybody thought he would do if he came back here. I mean. It's it, it, to me. All I had to see was the headline that that Gruden brought in Jordy Nelson this year, and I was like, "Of course you did, Gruden. Of course you did. Like that is a Gruden guy." Oh, I tell you what, man, that Jordy Nelson, man, he's an old guy, but he's he's a little shifty. He gets into the end zone, he catches that ball, man. He's like a Mars bar. He's full of yeah. On the outside, you think he's a little bit of uh, chocolate, but it turns out he's a little bit of caramel nougat. You know what, man? <laughs> I lost. I lost the Gruden impression a long time ago. I, I will admit to that. But really, and then he brought in Marshawn Lynch and Doug Martin. What fucking more do you need to know, guys? What more do you need to know? And it, and it just reminded me of that Darrell Rivas trade that Lovey Smith made when he, as soon as he got in here, he's like, well. You know, Darrell Rivas, he, you know, we're not going to take a cap hit because he doesn't have any guaranteed money. Um, you know, it, it costs us nothing to release him. We're, we're going to free up so much cap space. We're going to be able to get so many guys with Darrell Rivas, so many guys. George Johnson and Anthony Collins and, and Alteron Werner. I mean, look at the, the caliber of player that we received for Darrell one maybe one of the greatest cornerbacks and uh, of of our generation, Darrell Rivas, ladies and gentlemen. We just we gave up for for a bunch of fucking losers, <laughs> and that's what this kind of reminds me of. They he traded Khalil Mack for two first round picks, which with any team like okay, if this were if this were the Rays making the deal, like this is a Rays kind of deal, right? You trade away the big guy because you can't sign up to the next deal. You trade away for two first round draft picks, and 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 if I'm a Rays fan, I'm like that's fucking great. But this is the NFL, and this is John Gruden. John Gruden has one of the like the most hilarious draft picks I have ever seen as a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the most hilarious to the point that all it took was fucking Greg Schiano to come in and make slightly better picks and we were like oh yeah even Raheem Morris you're like all right well I guess that makes sense with John Gruden you were like what the fuck are we doing Dexter Jackson are you fucking kidding me Kenyatta Walker this is the guy 
This is the fucking guy, Gruden? Okay. I get, well, well, we'll see. It didn't work. None of it ever worked. It was all... It, it was all terrible. It was terrible. The, the bears are laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> Bay City Plywood. <laughs> That's who they are right now. They're the fucking Bay City Plywood guys. I, I, I can't... I can't believe this. And ha ha fucking Raider Nation. And ha ha, you fucking idiot stick carriers who are like, let's bring Gruden back. Oh. Now look, if look, now watch Gruden go and win a Super Bowl. And it's it's all like all what I said is invalid. And and that is on the table. I mean, goddamn, we're starting a new NFL season. Anything is possible. But it's just it's just the most Gruden thing I've ever seen, and it's 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 perfect. It's so perfect. Yes, pay your head coach that much, but you can't pay uh, your your perennial like your your generational defensive line talent. You can't pay that guy. But you know, god damn it, he's gonna have such a great career with Chicago too. And oh, by the way. Oh, by the way, when your Jameis Winston comes back week four, guess who's lining up against him? It's Khalil Mack in an already solid fucking defense. So fu- have fun. Now, that's it. That might even be more case for me to sit Jameis for that week because it's like, okay, maybe we don't throw him to fucking Khalil Mack on his first game back. Maybe we just – that rhymed. Maybe we just uh, – let's wait through the bye week, okay? Especially if they're, I think, especially if they're uh, 0 3, just be like, you know what? Fuck it, man. You know? <sighs> the Bucks. <laughs> the only way, I think, here's how we win this game in New Orleans, and it's, it's if uh, the defensive line performs as advertised and really disrupts Drew Brees because he is an old man now. I think he showed that in the preseason. But he's still a good quarterback. So um, I think I think it's going to take really putting Brees off of his off of his norm, kind of putting that pressure on him, which is like kind of that's kind of the key to any game. Again, we, we we have to bring back keys to the game. But the thing is, is like that's the key to any game. If we, if we put that pressure on Breeze, which is what we were built to do in the off season, um, I I foresee good things um, as far as limiting New Orleans' ability to 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 move the ball and score. Now, that remains to be seen when it comes to the offensive side of the ball because you have Ryan Fitzpatrick under center, um, but the, he still has a lot of weapons to uh, to throw to. He still has Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones to hand off to. I think. If that offensive line is able to, uh, guys, got hey, tell you what, guys, we got to win the battle at the trenches. We gotta, we gotta win the battle offensively and defensively. Uh, got to come together as a cohesive unit and really either protect the quarterback or sack the quarterback. One of the two things, but it's true. So there you go. What is, what are my what's my prediction? Uh, I predict that that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, turns the ball over at least three times. Marshawn Lattimore playing with a chip on his shoulder because Mike Williams poked him and James Winston poked him. Whew. We done with the Bucks? I think so. 
believe so. Lightning are starting up pretty soon. I I, I just saw a new uh, advertisement on on the television there for the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, or actually, I saw it on. Um, what did I see it on? I see it everywhere, right? I see it there on our social media. I don't see anything on the television anymore. I see it all on Twitter or, or fucking wherever else. Um, so exciting. I mean, preseason starting right uh, soon. Uh, fucking go lightning. Eric Carlson, still a, 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 a Ottawa senator. So, so much for that. God, he's he's being traded today. You guys. Eric Carlson today. Today is being traded. It's happening. It's not happening. Lightning, they don't, it's just like the John Tavares thing. Lightning, Lightning weren't going to sign John Tavares. They were just taking a look. Lightning weren't trading for Eric Carlson. They were just making a phone call. Eisenman just made a phone call. He's like, hey, man, Carlson. And they're like, we need everything. He's like, ah, I'm good. Good. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. What fucking you know, whoever, trade for him. Let's see how much time do we have left. How, how much time did that kill? Hopefully 30 minutes. Eh, 35 minutes, not too bad. We can spend a little time here on the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, because there's a few things to talk about. Number one, your Tampa Bay Rays are now seven games. It might be eight. It might be back to eight. I think the, the, the uh, athletics won again today and uh the rays are going to lose tonight against the toronto blue jays it was last i checked it was eight not eight to one so not looking good but you had the rays win uh uh three out of four against the the uh the cleveland indians right three out of four I believe i'm right yeah um against the cleveland indians uh and overall they're pl- playing really well, and there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Number one, Blake Snell. Uh, if we're not talking about him in the AL Cy Young, then I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't watch the four-letter networks. I don't really pay attention to that, so I don't know if he's actually ever being brought into that conversation, but it always seems like it's Corey Klu- uh, Kluber and, and, and Chris Sale uh, in that conversation. Um, but listen, listen here, y'all. Uh, in 26 games start games started okay listen to, Blake Snell's current ERA is 2.02 that is fucking crazy um he <laughs> the, the, see here's the other thing he's 17 and 5 he keeps winning his games and he's he's got a, he he could potentially hit that 20 20 win um, uh, Mark, he's, he doesn't have a very large margin for error. In fact, it's, it's quite small. Um, but he's only one win behind uh, Corey Kubler, who's in second. Kluber. Kluber. Corey Kluber, who's in first place, according to ESPN.com, for, for uh, Cy Young voting. But his ERA is 2.75. I mean, dude, it's it's... Unless Blake Snell falls off at the end of the year, I mean it's got to be close. If he can, if he can hit that twenty win mark, then fucking fuck Corey Kubler. Kubler, did I say it right that time? Fuck, fuck all you. Okay, I'm fine. Sons of bitches, I can hear you. I can hear you right now. 
Oh, I had something brought up on the Bucks. I, uh, um, I saw on our Bucks that uh, Mart- Martin Gramatica reached out to uh, Robert Roberto Aguayo when he was in Tampa, and I guess Aguayo essentially was like, "Yeah, fuck you." Which, you know, whatever, it's fine. I mean, he's he can do what he wants to. The young man, he's he's he, you know, if Martin Gramatica comes up and says, "Hey, I heard you suck." Uh, what, you want me to show you how to do it? You'd be like, fuck off, God, old man. I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's like when you're at your job and they're like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I've kicked my whole life. Fuck you. Don't, don't patronize me. Jesus. Um, yeah, Blake Snow. Cy Young Award winner, right? Come on, second year. Either way, I mean, look at the look at the turnaround that he's done in the span of uh, of a single year. Uh, it, it's incredible. I mean, the guys he's got his shit together. Uh, from from all accounts, you hear like how much he wants to be a competitor and a winner. And you know what? I've got highlights queued up. Let's just let's play the goddamn highlights. How about that? Out on strikes. And strike three called on Kinsler. This is the, the, the Red Sox game, by the way. Holt is out on strikes here. Oh, man, Atani's going to have uh, Tommy John surgery. That sucks. Everybody's getting Tommy John. It's like, see, here's the thing. This is why I like, this is another reason why baseball, I think, is probably the most pure sport. Because in, in football, it's always, uh, you know, concussions. Like, guys retiring because of the concussion protocol and CTE. That's like the big... That's the big injury problem facing the NFL right now. With Major League Baseball, it's Tommy John. It's like, oh, he, this guy is going down with Tommy John, and that guy is going down with Tommy John. And what that, what that essentially means is like, oh, no, he can't throw 100 miles an hour anymore, but he still has full use. Oh, yeah, he's, he's going to be fine. I mean, he can pick up stuff. I mean, he's going to be – he'll be fine as far as, like, you know, strength-wise, but, you know, he's just not going to be able to throw 100 miles an hour anymore. Um but, you know, it's not going to fuck up his mind and, you know, per, this permanent damage. Oh, no, no, none of that. I mean, he's, he's still going to be, you know, he's going to be an old man. Is you know, just a simple procedure. Um, oh, okay. No, not this fucking supercomputer that you fucking bash into other dudes' supercomputers. Uh, and it's like, yeah, we don't, we, we don't fucking know. Yeah, he got seven concussions. He got seven concussions? Oh, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, he might be fine. Is he going to be fine? I don't know. He looks fine now. Is he going to be fine in the future? Who fucking knows? <laughs> I get Maybe. Um, so, I guess, you know, Otani, I guess if, if you work hard enough, you'll, you'll come back. But if, worst case scenario, you have a slightly weaker arm, at least you're not, you're not going to go fucking crazy. You know who else is kind of making the bid for some some hardware this year is Joey Wendell, and a lot of Yankee fans like to get triggered by that that fact because uh, Andahar is is leading every statistical category as a rookie. Um, but let's 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 compare the two. Uh, Andahar has uh, 128 games. Joey Wendell has 118. Joey Wendell is batting 300. Andahar is batting. Uh, 297. Uh, his on-base plus slugging, uh, Joey Wendell is 349, and, and Andahar's is 331. Uh, straight slugging, Andahar leads with two, two, uh, 523. Uh, 
on base percentage too. Uh, Andahar has uh, 854, and Joey Wendell has 778. So hmm. interesting. And he's, it's close, and I don't, I don't think Joey Wendell's going to win it. I mean, come on. Um, but we have some exciting rookies, which we're not allowed to be happy about, guys. Let that be known. Every national writer has, has is going to shame us for being happy about our, our team doing better than expected. I mean, we're we're so many games back from first place. I mean, what a joke! What a joke we are! Ha ha ha! Bay City Plywood. Um, let's all la- let's all laugh at the Rays. Ha 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 ha! Go hang another banner, you fucking idiots! Ha 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 ha! Why can't we be happy about anything? When the Rays are winning, it's like it's like. Well, you still don't have any fans. <laughs> and we're like, ah, oh, great. You know, I guess maybe we don't. But And then it's like, okay, we're, we're tanking. We're tanking, but we're doing better than expected. It's like, that's stupid. <laughs> I use that as an excuse to um, spin the wheel of effects. Did you guys like that? What's number 61 do? 61 does this. Oh, it's a... Hey, it looks like a big-time radio. Z1045. We're going to lay our morning Z off. Next caller gets the the tickets to, to see um, Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, Ario Speedwagon. That's, that's the one you want to see. Anyways. The Rays could potentially do it. It would take like another historic season in order for them to uh, to to sniff the playoffs. I don't think that happens. But I mean, I'm very happy with the way that that, that the team's going. We're not going to do uh, a, a teaching Nick about a, a Rays player this week because I don't think that there's anything. Well, I'll hold off till next week. I like I like to at least have an Anthony or or, or Nick to bounce off of to teach a player. But this week we'll hold off. Let's say this week was Blake Snell. Okay, everybody knows Nick knows who Blake Snell is. Let's say Blake Snell was the guy that we taught Nick about. So um, there you go. Let's let's look up the score. I wonder if the Rays did they come back? Did we have a historic comeback? Let's find out. R A Y S. Like I was saying before, I don't. Have, I don't have to type in Rays men's baseball 2018. Yeah, it's 10 to three, top nine. Um, so good. There you go. There's your show. Are you happy about it? Did I miss anything? I gave you. I gave you 40, 40 or so minutes. I don't know. I'm gonna cut this down a little bit. I gave you forty or so minutes. Um. Is there anything else happening in sports? No, just Alex Jones being crazy. Talked about fantasy drafts. Um, we talked about just about everything. Let's see if I got uh, anything here queued up on the next page. No, guys, that's it. Guys, I'm done with the show. I think I think I think I'm gonna get the fuck out of here and. Uh, Head on over to, to Universal Orlando and, and, you know, maybe get a little voodoo donut. Maybe take a little water taxi somewhere. Who knows? Um, check out uh, patreon.com slash word of the bay. We have a, a, a Patreon page if you want to, uh, you know, give us a little money, a little, little something, something outside. Uh, you, can ch- you can follow me at Kyle W O T B. 
Uh, still kind of tossing around that idea of that 300 episode doing a live show. If you th- if you feel like you want to be a part of that, then then uh, reach out to me. All right, guys, that has been more to the bay. I have been Kyle. I love you all, and good night.